This is Ellen Baumler at the Montana Historical Society with today's episode of History on the Go. Our holiday menus often include recipes with oysters. That brings to mind the menus our forefathers looked forward to in Montana's most remote mining camps. Oyster suppers were wildly popular in these early settlements. Browsing through the earliest newspapers, you can find mention of oyster suppers served after dances, for church fundraisers, after sleighing parties, other community events, or at other times when a light meal was appropriate. It wasn't until the arrival of the railroad in the mid-1880s that such a delicacy like oysters could be delivered fresh. But oysters came in the canned variety and were widely distributed in communities across the western frontier. They could be used in a variety of ways, including oyster stew. The tin can, invented by a Frenchman and patented in 1810, revolutionized food preservation. By the 1830s, lobster canning was a big industry, but it was the Civil War that brought about a need to mass-produce highly portable food with a long shelf life. The first cans were so thick they had to be opened with a hammer but a thinner can made mass production of canned goods useful for the military. A can opened with a key, like today's sardine cans, was in use by 1866. Canned fruits and meats, including oysters, were readily available by the time Montana gold rushes were in progress. Field-steamed oysters were the most expensive and most highly prized of canned goods. In 1864, they sold in Virginia City for $2 in gold dust per can, a tidy sum. But by 1867, the price had fallen to about $1.30 a can. This is Ellen Baumler at the Montana Historical Society. Visit us, become a member, and show your love for Montana's heritage.